overlooking the chuck. Sooners are headed over to practice at the first team to practice today. Uh, 8.30 this morning, so about a half hour from now. This is going to be my final segment. And um, TJ and Drake will take you the rest of the way. TJ, this means the last time that you and I will be on the air together for a while. And so right now I am extending a verbal hug to you. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And it's just me the next uh, 45 minutes. I didn't even call Drake. I didn't even call Drake. I can power on without him. I took. You know what? That's. I'm proud of you. That's how you sprint through the finish line, right there. A lot of people uh, would have checked out today, but you didn't check out. Even though you're uh, going on this big vacation, Mm -hmm. you're finishing strong. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, maybe you're going to the finish. If you pass, I am. I'm passing the test. My wife is passing. My son's passing. I'm sure that's the case. We're all hope. We're all rooting for you. Uh, Sooners practice today. Opening ceremonies coming up tonight. We play tomorrow, one o'clock against Texas A&M. Teach how you feeling about tomorrow's game. I'm just full of excitement, nervous energy, excitement, grin ear to ear. I might have. Uh, um, Gotten some things in my eye yesterday at the send-off at certain times. Hmm. Uh, gotten a little misty. Uh, I'm just so excited for it, man. Um, Bronx does not... I mean, he wasn't around for the last time. And we've talked about Omaha and the College World Series. And he's excited. So he's loved this run. We've been celebrating it the whole way. So I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Like, I just don't... I don't get people that don't love this game as much as I do. Just the game of baseball. I don't understand how they're human. Like, it's just the best to me. So, I'm, I'm so excited. So, I'm regardless excited. of the opponent, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm excited to see, I'm not excited, I am um, beaming to see Sooner Nation excited about baseball. About their baseball team. It's mm-hmm. been a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. It's been a long time. And um, I think a whole bunch of them didn't even realize they were still playing baseball until the Women's College World Series ended. But that's fine. That's fine. They're on board now. And um, they're fired up. And we're going to have, you know, um, 
a whole bunch of Sooner fans here for the sport of baseball, to cheer on this team and support this team and get wild and have fun. and um, That makes my heart happy because it's been a little bit of a trudge through the wilderness the last few years for these guys. So to have a run like this, to have it all come together at the right time, you know, you got to have good players, obviously. you got to have good coaches, obviously. But you also got to have a little bit of that, you know, kind of secret dust that hits your team at the right time. Uh, Tennessee had one of the greatest seasons in college baseball history, maybe the greatest regular season in college baseball history, and they're not here. Oregon State was an unbelievable baseball team this year. They're not here. You've got to have it click at the right time. You've got to get a little luck. You've got to have a good draw. You've got to have a five-and-a-half-hour rain delay at the right time sometimes, you know, and um, and it's happened. It's happened for this team. They they have played their best ball. They've stayed healthy. They've gotten good fortune. They've come together, and because of that, they get to come to Omaha. And uh, so I'm just tickled. I, <clears throat> I think they got a good shot. You know, I mean, obviously everybody's good. You got to say that up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texas A&M's a really good team. They're hot, too, and uh, it's going to be a tough game. I think they're two very, very similar teams teams in a lot of ways so I would expect this will be a close game I like the pitching advantage I think OU has as a as at the starter um Texas A&M's got a really good bullpen but if Jake has a good start that could nullify that and um and we'll see I I I do think that one of the things A&M loves to do is just take a lot of pitches and build up an opponent's pitch count and get them out early in the game. So it's going to be vitally important for Jake to throw strikes early in counts. Take that away from them. Make it where they can't do that because they're down 0-2. If he can do that, if he can get ahead of hitters, then um, I think that, you know, he matches up well with everybody, but especially especially this team. They've got some talented lefties that he could – counterbalance and they got a really good shot um and if you can get into the winner's bracket then then who knows uh no i i I, they got a chance to win it man no they do i I think they legitimately do especially with the way things have played out you mentioned a couple of the teams that aren't there that you were expecting to be uh, a lot of trouble if they were and they're not so they're they're just as good as anybody left in this field. They, right. they are. I mean, That's it true. just comes yeah. down to that. They just flat out are. And, you know, the way well, Cade Horton's come favorite. around. Yeah. Texas is the favorite by a nice little chunk. And OU has beaten them twice this year and most mm-hmm. recently 8-1. to one. So if that's the, the, you know, the biggest wolf in the field, then that just tells you right there. Now, if they go 0-2, it wouldn't be uh, shocking or, you know, it'd still be a, a great accomplishment. But – they are they are capable of winning the national championship over the next week and a half. Agree. If, if Jake goes out, does his job tomorrow, Sooners are one and zero. Is it Sandlin on Sunday? I think so. Okay. I think I think the question is if you lose, if you lose, if you lose, and is your it season's on the yeah. line. Um, your most recent memory. Is Cade good, David not as good? Right, right. But if you go back, you know, deeper 
Sandlin's been fantastic his last several starts before that. You remember the performance in the Big 12 tournament uh, the week that his sister passed away was unbelievable. Uh, he pitched really well in uh, – he, he won the winner's bracket game against Florida down in Gainesville. So his last start wasn't as good as Cade, certainly, but he's been really, really good. So I think if you stay in the winner's bracket, you don't mess, you don't rock the boat. If you fall into the loser's bracket, then you have a decision to make because your season's on the line. And that's one of the things I'm eager to talk to Skip about is, all right, this is different because the games are so spread out. How does it affect the way you use pitching? If at all. If at all. The fact that you're not going to play a game for two days. You might not play a third game for five days, right. potentially. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, theoretically, they won't do this probably, but theoretically, if he's committed to throwing Cade Horton in game three, theoretically, you could use Cade Horton for an inning tomorrow and be a bullpen day, and he could still come back if, if you like the matchup or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to be creative, or the opposite. The opposite, you know, if you wanted to, to ensure, let's say you're in a winner's bracket game next Wednesday, you want to ensure that you win it and get into the championship series, then you could use Jake for an inning or something like that. So, uh, anyway, it, it, it's just I wonder if the strategy is affected because of the different schedule this week. But um, I don't think they have any hesitancy at all to throw David Sanders. Oh, I, I don't think so either. I'm just kind of I'm playing scenarios in my head over the last day or so and Kind of you would hate to get out of here and not have used Kate Horton Absolutely. as dominant as he looked mm -hmm. in his final start at uh, in Blacksburg. So I I think that uh, that is a question if they lose game one, in my mind. Not if they win. But um, anyway. And then the other side of the bracket is also um, – you know, you got an Arkansas team that you mentioned, a program that has been so good. They've been elite for so long but never been able to finish the deal. You've got an Ole Miss team that came out of nowhere, the last team selected to the field, controversially so. And here they are. And and nobody's probably been more dominant in the tournament than they have. They've just ripped through this thing. Um, you've got an Auburn team who nothing was expected out of this year. We saw them in the opening game, and they were picked seventh, I think, in uh, their side of the SEC. And um, uh, Stanford, I don't know as much about them probably as anybody else, uh, but they've had the easiest path here and is, a I know, a really good team who dominated the Pac-12 this year. So it's I think it's eight really good stories. And um, – Nope, but nobody that you say, Eesh. I don't know if they can beat those guys. There's nobody in this field that you that Oklahoma can't beat, that's for sure. I, yeah, 100% agree with that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for uh, helping me out. I'm going to head right. over to uh, practice. practice and uh, check out and see what the radio booth looks like, and uh, we'll have a big day. I'll take a lot of pictures on the socials and stuff. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter today, and then uh, – be back with you, Drake, tomorrow morning. I hope, uh, I hope that's one, the case, I hope yes. you pass your test okay. today. And then if you do, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful vacation. Thank you. I will, Enjoy Omaha. I'll call you. We'll call you every morning at 7. 
and uh, just kind of get an update on how the vacation. <laughs> you can go ahead and try. That phone won't ring, so go ahead and try. <laughs> All right, bud. Have fun. All right. All right, man. Thanks to you folks for listening today. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. We are back. T-Row in the morning show. Minus T-Row. TJ flying solo for the next uh, 40 minutes or so. This hour brought to you by R.K. Black. They've been around since 1952, helping small businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Document management, network solutions, copiers, fax, printers, scanners. They do it all for your office. Check them out at rkblatt.com or you can give them a call. Say you heard about it on the T-Row in the Morning Show, 405-943-9800. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I think this was sent, and maybe it was meant for us. I don't know. This may have been one of those texts that they sent to the wife. They thought, never mind, he got it by the time he was done. Um, maybe that was something we were discussing earlier in the show. I don't know. Otherwise, you need to text whoever you were trying to text if you text the text line by accident. Uh, let's see what else we have here. The feds raised the interest rate by uh, three-fourths of a percent yesterday. Do they know the last time that happened? Do you know the last time that happened? 1994, omen for the OU baseball team or coincidence? Um, I mean, if it's happened, we can't stop it now, so let's hope that's a good thing for the OU baseball team is what that means. But <laughs> I would wish it upon anybody what's going on right now. So uh, don't think Teddy can afford to go to Omaha. He already took out two loans to go to Disney last week. Uh, that's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, it's TJ's fault, and I can do, uh, go to this. Hmm. Hmm. Not sure. They're meaning they can go to Omaha, and it's my fault, or what that means. Uh, we went on a cruise in November. We were tested at the port. They told us a 30-minute wait. Two hours later, talk about being nervous. That's the one good thing about right now. Some of those rules have changed. You know, for a long time leading up to it, we were going to have to get tested at the port. Then you got to, you know, you still got to fly out there. You got to stay overnight the night before. You got to get shuttled into the port the next morning. You got to sit there and get tested. Like this texter said, you got to wait. At least now I can do it here. I'm not already there, and then you get turned around. That's got to be terrible. Because it did happen to people a lot. And there are people that um, we've seen post some stuff that are going on this cruise that are waiting until they get there. And I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm not waiting until I get there. Uh, this person says, the more nervous you are, the higher likelihood you test positive. Why would that be? If nerves have anything to do with a COVID test, then they're even more bogus than we already think the, they could be. Uh, I'm nervous because there's no telling what these tests are going to say sometimes, even if you don't have it. That's why I'm nervous. Uh, if TJ tests positive, his wife and kid test negative, does his wife say it's TJ's fault? Yeah, well, that'd probably be the case. Probably be the case. Uh, similar to Toby and, Toby and his uh, Texas food avoidance, I refuse to give my time to any orange school for interviews, TV time, etc. Checking out while this guy is on the air uh, back in five. That's Las Vegas sooner. Sorry, that, the one thing is we got Craig on late, 
we ran over the previous segment. So he didn't have long with Craig Way. As far as Texas people go, Craig's pretty acceptable. He doesn't uh he doesn't go too orange over the top too often. So I'm with you, Las Vegas Sooner. I'm sorry I did that to you this morning. Uh, so you won't eat at Texas Roadhouse or Longhorn Steakhouse, but you'll get that guy Kreger on. And 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 if you guys noticed, he not only got Craig on, but he introduced him as his good friend Craig Way. So I'm going to be gone the next few days. Uh, you guys need to get on to him about that tomorrow. Once he's back in here, you need to remind him of referring to Craig Way as his good friend, Craig Way. Unacceptable. Especially leading into Omaha. You're about to have to probably play these guys again. In some variation, you're going to have to go through Texas on that side. So, you can't be introducing him as your good friend, Craig Way. You could be playing them on Sunday. Come on. Uh, Have you guys been studying for your test today? <laughs> uh, no studying to be done. Uh, this texter says should be Cade uh, Horton on Sunday, in my opinion. So I don't know that I disagree with that. You know, I was talking about it with uh, someone at the office. It was Drake yesterday in the office, and Toby said if they lose tomorrow, maybe more likely you see. I'm just thinking about the way things line out if you can stay on that winner's side. And Davis Sandlin's been great this year. But the last couple of times we've seen Cade Horton, he's been outstanding. So my thought is, if you win with Jake on Friday, why not come back with Cade on Sunday? If you can go 2-0, and if Cade can perform the way he has the last couple of outings, shoot you into that winner's bracket, you advance all the way to Wednesday, you go David Sandlin, and if Sandlin gets you that win on Wednesday, and you could say the same thing. David's been good enough that you could say that scenario plays out Sunday too if he pitches and Cade's on Wednesday, and everything lines up for your rotation again for that championship series. Those Thursday games, I guess, if needed. Uh, Jake could go a day early. Um... But man, if you could stay on that winner's side, it means so much more. It means so much more to your rotation. The um, They've cobbled games together, though, with this bullpen. And been able, Trevin Michael, other guys that have stepped in and started and given them big innings and uh, performed well in situations like this in in these regionals and these uh, the Big 12 tournament and the other uh, situations that they've had recently. So I don't know. So, Texter, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I, I, I've i been along the, thing, the same kind of thought process uh, for Sunday's game. But we'll see. We'll see what Skip uh, goes with. Uh, Doc B's been holding on. I saw Doc B yesterday out at the ballpark. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Doc? It's good to see you yesterday. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Seeing all the uh, former players put that video together and send shout-outs to the guys and uh, I thought Skip's line was pretty funny when they showed the, uh, 
you know, the season look back for the team and every call was a home run. And he says, hey, we're a running team, not a home run hitting team. Why weren't there any uh, highlights of steals? So, yeah. I mean, Channel 9 Sports. What's that? I mean, Channel 9 Sports last night. You were on Channel 9 Sports last night? Steve McGeezy, he was there. Steve was there, yeah. Uh, I saw uh, uh, several of the news channels. We were looking last night because they had the camera on us for a while during the autograph session on Bronx, and but we never saw we never saw yeah, Bronx on TV. Sure did. I made sure that sport last night. Uh, you are a celebrity, Doc. Why? They probably had the highest ratings they've had for a News Nine sportscast than they've had in years, just because they put you on there. Oh. Be safe on your, on your trip. Be safe on your trip. All right, Doc. I appreciate it. Have fun watching the baseball. Go cheer on those Sooners. Go Sooners. All right, man. Go Sooners. Yeah, Doc B. Doc B was rocking his top dog hat yesterday. Big smile on his face. Eating some tacos that they had out there from Chewy's. He was having a uh, he was having a good time. Um, no, it was cool yesterday. That was a cool little send off. Cool event. The videos were cool. Uh, Russ Ortiz and Sheldon Noisy and Kyler and all the rest of the uh, former players that uh, that put the get put together the video for was very cool. And uh, I need one of the shirts that they were rocking yesterday. Toby thinks that they were team issued shirts, but I'm gonna swing by a couple of places today and see if uh, see if they're out there for the public. We'll see. I'm excited, man. I, I wasn't joking earlier with Toby, like. Uh, some of you out there, and I know this baseball talks drove you crazy over the last week or two, and you're you're all uh, get to talking football. In fact, uh, well, he was talking golf. Steely was talking golf the other day, and the guy got on to him about all he wanted to hear was about OU football. But for me, man, it gets no better than this, and it's my number one sport, far and away my number one sport. Nothing else even comes close. I love other sports. I do. I love college football. Uh, I love the NFL, but baseball at any level for me, it's just a different feel. I, I, it's not even, I don't know. It's just something in my heart, and so I can't wait. And it was so cool to see those guys yesterday, so excited. And like I said, rocking all their gear and their Omaha hats and uh, grinning ear to ear, and they're ready to go. They're fired up, so it was good to see. It's going to be, it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll get to some more of your texts. If you want to call in, Riverwind Casino, call in line 405-329-9000. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line if you want to text the show, 405-651-3439. Toby's headed over to practice. Ashley, who won uh, the Brent Venables uh, ladies camp ticket earlier, who was beyond fired up. I think she was a little choked up when Toby told her she had won on the air, and then when I got her... Information off the air, she was just screaming that she couldn't believe it. She's headed over to practice right now. I know a bunch of probably Sooner fans are that they're, are there early. Others of you heading up tonight. Have a great time there in Omaha. Take a timeout. Back with more on the T-Row Show after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Back on the ref, TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, your office management leader since 1952, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. 
all of your network solutions for your office. Uh, a few more texts here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Kyle has texted in, says, Great things that start with O. O Mama, Oklahoma, Omaha, Oral Hershiser, and Oreos. Um, I would probably scratch Oral Hershiser off that list. Great pitcher. I was not a big fan uh, back in the day. Um, but it does start with an O. Uh, Oklahoma is another one. That's the hashtag. Um, there's some other things that start with O that we won't get into. Uh, so thanks, Kyle. Is fruitcake one or two words? I'm sending a message to Toby. Hmm. Fruitcake's one word, right? I'm not sure. Why are you sending that to Toby? Did Toby say something about a fruitcake? I don't listen to things he says sometimes, so. Uh, Mike at Springfield has chimed in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. says, I met Craig Way when he was at KRLD long before his Texas days. He's a great guy. I don't, think, I don't hate anything with Texas in the name. I just hate the University of Texas. Thank you, Mike. Some don't agree with you. Toby's one of those people. Um, there's a new tea place here in Norman. And underneath the, the uh, on the cups, it has the name of the place. And then it said, uh, it says something along the lines of Texas born since whatever their opening date was or Texas based. I don't remember exactly. It says Texas on there somehow. And uh, my wife looked at me and said, so would Toby uh, drink tea from here? And I said, nah, probably wouldn't since it's on the cup. So, but I'm with you, Mike. But I'm, I'm. I was born there. I was raised there. I, uh, you know, I moved away in high school, but obviously a Ranger fan, Maverick fan, Cowboy fan. I don't necessarily hate just because the word Texas is in it. I'm more like you. If it's burnt orange and a Longhorn, then we've got a problem. Uh, speaking of my Mavericks, they made a move yesterday, pre-draft trade for Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets. A um, couple of years with Houston, averaged right around 20 points, 10 boards a game, filled a hole that the Mavericks had in the offseason of finding and upgrading at center. They've done that. He does not play a lot of defense, which they kind of built themselves on last year. And a little bit of that run in the playoffs and everything was fueled by their defense. So the only bad thing with this trade for me because it was a great deal for them. They gave up the 26th pick and some fringe guys that didn't get many minutes on the floor, Trey Burke and some others. But Boban was a part of that. And Boban is a treasure. If you have a team and you have Boban on it, you do not realize how much you love Boban until he's on your team. He is hilarious. He's terrible at basketball. Not terrible is the wrong word. He plays in the NBA. But he's not that great. He's, you know, a giant of a man who's completely uncoordinated, but he's hilarious. And I didn't realize how funny he was till he ended up on the Mavericks. And virtually everything they put out for the last couple of years on social media, he's been involved with in some type of comedic way. 
And obviously that has fueled, uh, led him into the, um, or whatever insurance company he does the commercial for about the coasters. Nobody uses the coasters around here. Um, so I was sad to see him go, but, uh, good deal for the Mavericks. Uh, I'm on the board and hosting, so we'll just go straight to the lines. You're on the ref. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Brandon from Baltimore. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Good. Hey, so I got a question um, okay. about the uh, Big 12 expanding in, what is it, 2023, July 1st or 7th, something like that? Uh, yeah, so, you're talking about the other teams coming in? Correct, yeah. So with the other teams coming in, correct. So I know OU's got their TV contract through 2025. My question is, is since those three teams, four teams are coming in, wouldn't that, you know, make OU lose less money? And plus, it wasn't part of the original TV contract? Yeah, you're talking about as far as the splits and stuff go. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest, or how they're handling these teams coming in earlier with OU and Texas still being involved. That's why I think I think somehow this all gets resolved. I think this is the last year they, that they play football in the Big 12, OU and Texas, that is. I, I just... It just seems like a, such a weird and ridiculous scenario, if you ask me, to play that out Agreed. for two seasons with those other teams. And, and you're right, the con- TV contract's then weird, the split's weird. So I, I just think that's why there's got to be a loophole in that contract, you would think. That's what I would that, think, it too, because how can they do a buyout of a contract that brings in four teams that weren't part of the original contract in which you will be losing money through the split? Yeah, I... I'll ask Chris, next segment I got Plank on, I'll ask him if he's heard anything on how that's going to work. But my my thought all along is this is going to be your way out. So That was my yeah, that's and, all I was thinking too, but I didn't know if you know if anybody really talked about it or or not. I was just kinda curious to hear other uh other people, you know, their viewpoints. Yeah. No, I'm with you, I'm with you. It does seem weird and like there's nothing attractive for me as a fan of being excited about these teams coming in. Like, ooh, we may possibly play them for a season or two. Like, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. So I hope all it does is lead to uh, whatever contract loophole there is, like I just said, and, and, and they're able to get to the SEC uh, sooner than we thought. Hey, no, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. I, I appreciate it. Be good out there. Take care. Bye. Yeah, we'll ask, uh, we'll ask Plank about that. It's just a weird scenario. It's a weird scenario. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. I've never understood why the OU Coaches Show is aired from Rudy's Texas-based barbecue LLC. A lot of you have pointed that out. I don't know. Like, over the last week or two when Toby's been on this rant, a lot of you have pointed out that they're Texas-based. I don't guess I knew that um, before you guys started pointing it out. It's amazing the, the places that several of you have known. They're based out of Texas or Austin specifically. Uh, like for me, Whataburger, you know that's a Texas-based company, which now I think is owned by, I think they sold out to a company in, I want to say Chicago. But, I mean, they've they've built their advertising over the years of, of far, as far as being out of Texas. But I don't think I could have told you that with Rudy's. Don't let Brent Venables know. You may ask uh, and throw a fit over where the coach's show is hosted. Um... Also on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, the ones that don't like baseball are the ones that weren't good enough to play. <laughs> um, well, I hate soccer. As a kid, I'm pretty sure I could have played soccer. 
because I'm convinced it's the one sport everyone can play. That's why it's so popular. Um, but it's a, it's a different sport. It's a different mindset. Like especially like at the age my son plays right now. If you're in the outfield, there's a good chance you see no action at all during the game as far as in the field. And if you do, it's probably not from a hit. It's probably from an overthrow that goes into the outfield. And that overthrow could be as simple as a catcher throwing back to the pitcher and it sells into center field. So it's... It's a definitely a different mindset of compared to basketball or football where something's constantly happening. And while you may not be involved in a particular play, you've got to always be thinking. You do in baseball too, but at certain age levels, it's a little different. You, you can kind of get lost out there and your mind can start to wander and you, you don't pay as much attention. And you're maybe good because nothing happens or comes your way. Uh, prayers on a safe and enjoyable vacation. Thank you to that texter. And uh, this one wants it moved uh, to Billy Sims. So I'm not responsible for any of that. So you'll have to uh, address that with the people who are. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Chris Plank will join me on the other side. T-Roll in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by RK Black. Back after this on The Ref. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. We are back. T-Row in the Morning Show. Time for the crossover. Brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Toby heading over. He's at it right now. Uh, practice uh, for the uh, Sooner started at 8.30, so he's over there checking out practice. He'll be on the call tomorrow. You can catch it right here on 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, or the uh, KREF app. Joined now by the man himself, Chris Plank. Toby chasing a national championship in baseball. Plank got him one in softball. What's going on, Plank? Patty Gasso at 11 AM this morning. How about that? Reportedly. Yeah. So that, that's pretty cool. Now that means that Joey Hunt, typical eleven a.m. plot, but I think Joey uh, Joey will be was he okay with that? To, I know I, how I he mean, can I get really sometimes. Yeah, I, I know. I don't want to make Joey mad, but yeah, no. So coach has been uh, man, she's been nonstop since the end of the season. They went right into camp season, so and obviously portal season. But I don't know if we can talk about yet. Still, uh, coach is coming on with us here today. That's going to be fun. Hey. I actually, because this is your last day before vacation too, right? That's correct. That's right. We have one more hurdle, the COVID test this afternoon for the family. So, uh, and then we're off. Just to be clear, I purposefully stayed away. I know. I appreciate that. I wasn't having any part of that in this building this week. Of course, (laughs) I I will add to you. I I still don't think I'm 100% yet, so it's probably even better that I'm not in. Uh, But last, yesterday's show. Last call of the show, my man Robbie in Tulsa called in with a couple of really good baseball questions, and I wanted to pose them to you to wrap up this show. Okay. Biggest, his biggest concern was middle relief. And you get into a situation in the College World Series, or I'm sorry, we're supposed to say men's College World Series now, where that can end up being very important, especially if you end up in a, a couple of, 
well, one if necessary game, or if your path is extended, or if you don't get a quality start. So how concerned are you over middle relief? Um, it is a concern. There have been times they've been up and down this year with guys, but you've also gotten very good innings out of guys too. So I, right. I'm not concerned. I, I just think this team has gelled at the right time. And if that's a, if you're looking for a weakness, that's probably it. But you right. also had some guys that have performed very well, and Carter Campbell and Ramos and some other guys that I, I'm not as concerned. And you've got starters that can go deep into games, and they've right. proven that in this run over the last few weeks, and especially with what Cade Horton has done over the last few weeks and kind of coming into his own in, on that Sunday slot to the point where you know, we were asking Toby the question, was like, if you win – Friday, do you come back with Horton on Sunday and try to go 2-0, and and then you have Sandlin on Wednesday? He thinks it's more likely if they lose Friday, you come Cade Sunday. But um, it, it is a concern, but I don't think it's anything that I'm making myself uh, sick over or anything. Uh, Trevor Michael, a bunch of those guys have come in in different roles and done big things right. for you, starting games uh, when, when they've been called upon. So um, it is definitely the one thing if you're if, – if you're Toby doing an interview with a, a visiting team or whatever, like he had Craig on earlier, sure. it's probably the thing if they ask that you probably point to, but I don't know if it's overwhelmingly a big concern. Agreed. Yeah. And then the second point was we didn't really see a ton of the running game in the Super Regional, and I, don't, I didn't look back at the numbers. Sometimes in the Regional you did, but do you think it's something we see more of in the World Series? And my point was, I didn't really feel like you needed the running game too much bumps against Virginia Tech, but do you see the base dealings, the hit and run, the, the running game, little small ball, if we will, being a little bit more in play this weekend? Yes, absolutely. And, and what's funny about that when you bring that up, Chris, I mentioned this a, a minute ago. At the uh, send-off yesterday, you know, they're out there on the field and Toby's interviewing certain players, and then they play this highlight video of a season recap, and it was Homer right. after Homer after Homer, and it was all Toby's gone calls. Gone, 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 gone. And he handed right. the microphone to Skip, and Skip goes, what's all the home runs? We're a running team. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I think you're right. In, in the Virginia Tech Super Regional, I just don't think it was there. There was the They were showing such power and stuff that it just never played out that way. They were just hitting bombs sure. all over the place, and Jimmy Crooks and Peyton Graham and Kendall Pettis, and so it just never developed. Like, if you get into a game and guys are getting on, OU's running, and they're running all over the place, I think, and I think that's the way they can win this thing because it causes so much panic with the opposing team, and we've seen it time and time again in these series that they've won at the end of the year. As soon as someone gets on, it's in that pitcher's head. We've seen it, and it's going to get into people's heads in this College World Series. So absolutely you're going to see these guys running all over the place. Yeah, and and that's funny that Skip would say that because, you know, that seems to be, to me, like the lasting impact moment of this offense, right? They were not afraid to go snacks and bags, and they were not afraid to hit and run, and they were not afraid to play some small ball. Yeah. they, They have it in them. To, to smash like we saw this weekend, but yeah, I love that. How was the turnout yesterday? Was it good? It was pretty good. Yeah, there was a you know the the line for autographs was a, a long line. Luckily, 
We walked Good. up and heard a guy at the right time say the line for autographs is going to start right here, and we ended up second in line because it ended up pretty far back there around the concourse. So it worked out perfectly for us. And it was a good crowd. They had Chewies out there uh, catering, and so people were walking around eating tacos and nachos. And uh, saw several of the uh, listeners out there with Kurt and Cal and Doc B. And so it was a it was a good turnout for them. Carol and Marilyn were there, of course, because. They're everywhere. They're like uh, Mr. OU, you okay. know. They're at every event. So it was a good turnout. It was a good turnout and a good send-off for the guys, I thought. Good deal, man. Well, it's going to be an exciting couple of days, you know, not not just for you to travel and have a great vacation well-earned, but also to have this moment, right? We haven't we haven't done this in over a decade for OU baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the excitement of going to Omaha is just awesome. And that's what's awesome about it. That's what's awesome about it. All right, Plank, uh, have a good show, man. All right, buddy. See you in a bit. All right. That's Chris Plank. He's coming up next on the Plank Show. Appreciate the calls today. I'm out of here. I'm not coming back. These tests are going to be fine. No thanks to that jerk Toby Rowland that I do the show with. Enjoy the uh, next uh, eight days of show, or I guess six days of show is what it would be without me. We'll be back on the other side. Have a great one, everyone. Enjoy Omaha.